then you look at some of the themes you go to an attraction or you look at their policies or some or something else maybe it's a long line whatever it is you probably have a pet peeve when it comes to attractions because attractions seem to create their own pet peeves and sometimes it's the people that go to attractions that seem to create pet peeves hello everybody my name is john dornoff and i'm your host for the travel final adventure podcast on this podcast we talk about travel of course but when we talk about travel whether you're traveling with kids whether you're traveling with pets whether you're traveling, you know, maybe as an empty nester couple or just a couple, whatever it is, we try to give you helpful hints. We give you honest reviews and anything else to help you have a good trip. But most of all, we care about you having a good trip that's not going to cost you. And, you know, we want you to have a good trip that stays within a budget. So we plan, we look at what is a good value for the dollar. Sometimes good value for the dollar is not the cheapest option, but it's the best option. And we talk about that on this show. But on this episode, we are going to go over our list of pet peeves when it comes to going to major attractions. Now, as you may recall, if you regularly listen to this podcast, We've done other pet peeve shows. We've done a pet peeve show on the pet peeves of flying. We've done a show on the pet peeves of staying at a hotel or a motel. And we've done a pet peeve of car rentals. Now, one thing interesting about, as I've said in the other episodes where I've done these, is I do scour the internet, looking at, you know, postings and stuff, to see what people say is their pet peeve so I can get an idea. I know I have my own, but I'm kind of curious about what others have. And so I can kind of compile a list to make the big the big list of what are the biggest pet peeves. And when it comes to attractions, there's one thing that's interesting. In all the others, of course, it's all directed at the companies or the people that work there. But in this one, yeah, you have a few of those toward the company, but I say about more than 60% of them all have to do with people. People, your fellow tourists, custom, you know, fellow visitors, they are the ones that seem to create the most pet peeves. Now, this episode might be a little shorter than normal, but I think it's still going to be jam-packed with great information. Most of all, I'd love to hear what you have to say. Don't forget about our Facebook group where you can post and say what your pet peeves are. So let's get into this. I think the first biggest pet peeve when it comes to attractions is going to be fees. Because you know what? There are some attractions that are just getting ridiculous in price. Of course, the first one that comes to mind is Disney World. Disney World is so high. I mean, or Disneyland, too. They keep going up in price, but they're actually been over the last couple of years 
taken, especially since COVID, they've taken away value for the dollar. So you're paying more money, you're getting less. Maybe that's one of the reasons why their numbers are down in their theme parks. Maybe people have finally realized that there's better alternatives out there. Yeah, maybe going to Disney World once would be special, but really, is it really worth the cost these days? But then again, other things can cost almost as much. I mean, it is amazing what I've seen. Looking in Hawaii, and we're going to be on Oahu, we looked at the Polynesian Cultural Center. I mean, their cheapest tickets are almost $100. They go in the Polynesian Cultural Center. Now it's fascinating. You get to see the cultures of the different Polynesian islands. You, they, you know, they have six different villages. There's a lot to see. And in some of the packages, you get a luau. Or you get to go see a show and a show. But is it really worth all the money you're going to spend? Also, I can think of some of the major attractions you think about. Like, think of the Mall of America. Mall of America has a sea has a sea life aquarium. That place is pretty expensive. Guess what? There's alternatives to that aquarium, and you know they're in right there in the Twin Cities, and it costs a heck of a lot less than going to that. But it's the big tourist attraction. It's the one that spends a lot of money. And, of course, it's at the Mall of America. So they know they got a captive audience once people are inside there. Same thing with the theme park. Now, there is alternatives to Disneyland, just like there's alternatives to, you know, all these others. Got to think about what is going to maximize your budget and how much it's going to work. And so when it comes to fees, yeah, it's a pet peeve with how much things cost. Another thing that drives me nuts, coming from somebody who's had kids, is the fact that most of these places do not have family discounts or have a discount for teenagers. They'll have discounts for the little kids, but as soon as they become teenagers, all the discounts go away. Which gets me because I know when they become teenagers is when you need the discounts the most. Because they're very expensive. Even though we didn't spend a lot of money on them, it's still, they cost money. They need stuff. Constantly. So it'd be nice if there was a teenager discount or, like I said, a family discount. If places offer family discount, we tend to go to those first. Those are our first options because it can save you money. A perfect example is when we were talking about Minneapolis. And, you know, one of the things we did was for one, one year, right, we joined the Minnesota Historical Society. That allowed us to take our kids to all kinds of stuff, including the um, Oliver Kelly Farm, which none of them wanted to go to when we were talking about it. They said, oh, that's going to be so boring. That's boring. Well, guess what? When they got there, they had a fantastic time and other attractions that they enjoyed. And we didn't pay them. We paid less for the membership than I think it would have cost us than it cost us to go to the Sea Life Aquarium. And we went to, I think, a 
dozen different attractions. So yeah. And the kids enjoyed it. Although I have to admit, we did go to the Sea Life Aquarium too, so I'm as guilty as anybody else. I'm sure the other type of fee that drives you nuts is all the little extras you, they try to get you to add. Disney World. Well, if you add the Fast Pass, you'll get faster tickets, which is true. Of course, they're making it so expensive you can't do it. You know, they try to get you to do Fast Passes, whether it's Disney World or anywhere else. Anything to get you a few money. Of course, don't forget how much the food is at these major attractions. I guess the best way to put it is the big corporate attractions are going to charge a lot, and then they're going to try to extract as much money from you as possible. And that's just a pet peeve. Because, you know what, we spend money to have a special vacation, and, you know, they get out that vacuum cleaner and put it to your wallet and suck all your money out while you're not watching. The next pet peeve that came up the most was photography policies at a lot of places. Now, this mainly has to do with, doesn't do with Disney World or those kind of attractions, but think of monuments you go to, think of museums. A lot of them will have pretty draconian photo policies. You're not going to take pictures. Of course, you know, while nobody's watching, there's people snapping pictures all the time with their cell phones, and with cell phones having such great cameras. I mean, I'm sorry. The horse is gone. And now, now is not the time to close the barn doors because it's too late. Now, I can understand in delicate areas, you know, you think of museums, you, especially with really, you know, hundreds, 200, 400, 500, whatever it is. When you got that stuff that old, there's a chance it could be damaged by flashes or other types of equi- camera equipment. I can understand them not wanting that. But most of the time, some of these camera policies can be really petty. And me being, I, I've done photography since I was little. I love photography. That really makes me mad when they say, sorry, you can't take pictures. Or they'll allow one type of camera in, maybe a small little point and shoot. But, oh, wait, you got a telephoto lens. Sorry, you can't take that in. Can't take a camera with a telephoto lens. Even though my point and shoot can oftentimes have as long of a lens can be as big as, you know, some of the bigger lenses on a DSL, DSLR camera. And if you're traveling to other countries, you need to be aware of photography policies. Here's one that most people probably don't know. Do you know you are not to be taking pictures of the Eiffel Tower at night? And Well, you could take them, but you can't post them on your social media. If they find out, they will send you a nasty letter. Or worse, yes, they do not want pictures. They say it is copyrighted. You are not to publish a put a po- picture anywhere unless they authorize it of anything to do with the Eiffel Tower at night. So that's something to keep in mind. And of course, you're dealing with a different country. You're dealing with France. If you're not from France, you know they have their own laws, and they have the right to have their own laws, and they have the right to enforce them. So just something to keep in mind. As I said, 
I do photography, so some of the law rules when it comes to photography, I think are some of them are downright stupid. Some of them are necessary, as I said, but a lot of them just they just do it because they think somebody's going to post a picture and ruin their you know their attraction or something. So it's frustrating. The sad irony is a lot of the places that don't allow you to photog- you know, take pictures, they're the ones that cannot think about the fact that, oh, maybe if you post pictures, maybe people will become even more excited about you know, the attraction and you get more people coming, which might make you more money. The one I can one of them just popped into my head is the Skywalk. It's owned by a Native American tribe at the Grand Canyon where you can go out onto the canyon and then you can actually look they have glass panels and stuff. Photography's not allowed there at all. You're there in a beautiful spot. You want to take pictures, but you're not allowed to. But I think it help I mean, maybe they don't want don't want any more tourists, but that's a way. Probably the other thing when it non lawn non people when it comes to attractions is long lines. You know, you wait six hours at Disney World for one ride, then the second ride is another six hours and your day is done. Okay, maybe it's not that bad, but it can be. I hate crowds. I don't hate people. I just hate crowds. Especially when big crowds are just the way it is. So I hate big old crowds. And you sit there in long lines and big crowds. It is annoying to me. It just makes me, un- I just don't like it. As I said, it's not that I don't like people. I like people. I just don't like the big crowds. Next up, and most of the remainder has to do with people. In fact, they all have to do with people. Number one, loud people. And I think, especially these days, people talking on their cell phones like if you don't scream at the top of your lungs, they're going to, you know, the other person is not going to hear you. And just by screaming, they you might actually hear them. I'm sure we've all had people that we've heard overheard conversations that you know, should be private, but they don't think about where they are or what they're doing. Or they're just talking really loud. Like when you're at an attraction, you're trying to read, or you're trying to hear what somebody's saying, and you've got people constantly talking loudly. You can't even sit there and you know read or listen to what is being said. But I think the cell phone is actually the worst one. I've heard some conversations that nobody should hear. One, the, I probably the most infamous one I can think of that happened to me was actually on a transit bus in Portland, Oregon. I was taking it from Portland Community College to downtown, and I was on the bus, and there's a lady on the bus, and she is talking loudly so everybody can hear, and she is talking about her sex life. And it was a very full sex life. Talking about what other people call her. They shouldn't call her just because I enjoy doing this. 
I mean, it went on, and it went on, and it went on. But just, she kept on talking about different situations, and it's like, please, I don't want to hear this. I just want to have a quiet bus ride. But cell phones. Next up, that really annoys a lot of people, line jumpers. I think we all just pet have a pet peeve of line jumpers. You know, the people that just jump in line, they see somebody they know, so, oh, I can get in line with these people and, you know, save some a few minutes. They do it all the time. Or, oh, this person saved me a spot, which is fine if, you know, they went to do something. But, you know, you know, say they had to get something for the baby or, you know, just, you know, some reason they had to get it all out of line. It's one thing. But then there's the people that just try to jump the line so they can get there faster. Oh, that is so annoying. Especially for, you know, if you're one of those that are actually obeying what you should be doing and you see these people, you know, just doing whatever they want to do, just drives you nuts. It's a major pet peeve. Next up, and maybe this is just me, slow people. And what I mean by that is people that are going walking, say you're at a major attraction and you're walking through it, trying to get from one point to another, and there's people just walking slow. I'm not talking walking slow, looking at whatever they're looking at. No, I'm talking about just walking slow, talking to each other, whatever it is. And these are people that you can't say, well, they're elderly, so hey, that's as fast as they go. No, these are people that could go faster. They're just too caught up in what they're doing. And this will actually combine with the next one, and that's groups talking, you know, that block entire pathways. You know, you get these groups together, and they're like a herd, and they don't get out of the way for anybody. Or you have the two slow people who block the entire way. It's the same thing when you're on the highway. And all three lanes have trucks in them. And they're all going below the speed limit. And it's like, please let us, one of you, get in the other lane. I like area, I like states where trucks are limited to the right two lanes except the pass. Because it's so much easier. But yes, the group, the herds, that is the most annoying thing. They get into herds. And they just walk together, sometimes very slowly. Well, they're so busy, caught up in their conversation, they don't know that you can't figure out that there's a bunch of people trying to get around you. And or some that I mean, there's certain groups that just do it deliberately. Now we talked about annoyance with cell phones. Let's talk about another annoyance that has to do with our modern society. And, of course, it's the people trying to get the perfect Instagram post. They gotta get it. What I hate is when you see these people doing dangerous stuff. There is a YouTube channel I watch. I have to be honest. It's a couple. They travel around. To be honest, I find the husband to be very annoying at times. A lot of times. and But the wife, I mean, funny and... Make kind of makes up for it, but I there was one t- 
when they were at the Grand Canyon, they sat on a ledge, and I mean, just one slip and they could have fallen to their deaths. But they had to do it to get that perfect Instagram picture or that perfect, you know, the perfect image the post on for their YouTube channel is it's, it's bad. In fact, here's another example of them doing somebody doing something really stupid. When I was in Zurich, I spent a lot, as I told you in one of the other podcasts, I went, did a lot of walking and I went by all three of the cathedrals that were built within, well, at least started in the 900s. Well, I got to the one, and the one is on a hill overlooking the river. It's actually a park area, and in the front of the, in the one side of the park area facing the river, there's a long stone, not really, you know, kind of a stone wall, mini wall. This guy gets on it and is sitting on it right on the edge. If he slips, he's dead. No way about it. If somebody gets pushed and accidentally hits him, he's dead. In other words, there are several ways he could end up dead. Dead, dead, dead. But he didn't think about that. He was looking to get that perfect picture. <sighs> it's fine if you're going to try to get an Instagram picture. I, my biggest problem why I don't get a big following is I frankly don't like taking pictures of myself. I love taking pictures. Give me a picture of a beautiful lake. Give me a picture of a beautiful beach. Give me pictures, you know, any landscape. Give me pictures of transportation. I love transportation. But me personally, I don't like taking pictures of myself. So I don't have that problem with Instagram pictures. Another annoyance that kept coming up when I was doing my research is, and it relates back to the others, is people with selfie sticks. And, you know, now you have these 360, you know, the 360 cameras that, you know, a lot of the YouTubers are using now. And they are on a long stick. And it, I mean, I'm sorry, I can always tell when you're holding the stick. Yeah, it comes up with some great pictures, but I can tell you're holding the stick. And they will not pay attention to where they're going, or they expect you to get out of their way. And yeah, just and not realizing where they're pointing the stupid stick and hitting people. So yeah, selfie sticks have become another one of those things that just annoy the heck out of people. And they don't seem to be going away. I thought selfie sticks went out of style, but they seem to keep coming back. And our last item, and this one, of course, it drove me nuts when I was a child, but it drove me nuts when people did it to my children. It just shows some people can be rude and considerate, but the people who will push in front of kids to get a view of something. You know, whether it's a parade or something. They will just push in front. I think of parades. I can think of all kinds of, you know, you're in you're trying to see some, you know, whatever it is. Or they will just jump in front of kids because they're more important than the kids are. So that just drives me nuts. 
I'm sorry. It just let the kids enjoy it. They're only going to be kids for a short. As I said, this podcast is a little shorter than we normally do, but the reason I'm doing it is because preparing for travel. So hope you enjoyed it. Don't forget our Facebook group, Travel Fun and Adventure. We'd love to have a conversation with you. Don't forget to we're on Twitter. We're on Instagram, even though I'm Got to post more. Please get onto your favorite site where you listen to these podcasts and be sure to give us a rating. Thank you very much for listening. I love you.